0: I guess the natural follow-up to last week's episode is to talk about bad preaching. Now, I want to be careful here because I'm sure I've preached some duds over the years. You probably could ask my wife. Uh, She would agree with me on that one. So I'm going to try to be kind, but also truthful. This is the Dangerous Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Williams. tell you what I won't be talking about. I'm not going to go into great detail about the bad preaching that comes from not being a naturally gifted speaker. Not everyone is meant to stand on stage in front of people. Some people get nervous and talk real quietly or really fast. This makes for bad preaching, but but not the kind that I'm really talking about. Uh, I'm not here to talk about public speaking tips or to mock people who just really aren't meant for these kind of things. We're not all meant to be public speakers, really. I'm not here to talk about the the bad preaching that comes from being monotone and boring when it comes to your speech volume. So if you sound like a robot, again, that's not the stuff I'm going to be really talking about. The only one I know who gets away with this is Tim Keller. Uh, Tim Keller, oh my goodness, he's an incredible preacher, but it's due to the content of his sermon, which really is the stuff that matters, right? But not because he's entertaining in any way. He'll, he'll tell a good story, you know, have the occasional funny joke, but really he's not this great orator, orator, if I'm pronouncing that right. He's not this great public speaker that's just going to wow you with how artistic his voice sounds. No, that's just not his thing, right? So uh, I'm not also here to talk about those who are whiny or nasally or anything like that. Okay, so uh, while we're here, uh, Francis Chan is very gifted But man, let me tell you that it took a moment to get used to his voice. He's so good, but sometimes, in my opinion, he can come across as whiny sometimes, the way he says certain things. He's not whiny, but sometimes his his voice sounds uh, that way, I would say. So... Francis, if you ever listen to this, which I know you won't, but just know that I think you're really awesome, I just kind of just being real, like my personal opinion. He doesn't care because he's a better preacher than I will ever be. But, uh, but yeah, just a personal opinion of mine. So uh, I'm going to roast myself because I've mentioned these people. Tim Keller is very monotone. Francis Chan can be whiny. So I'm going to roast myself. Uh, when I preach my wife tells me that I get preaching voice, my, my preacher's voice. I talk slowly with dramatic pauses. Oh my goodness. My tone changes and I'm not very conversational, right? And I'll do this sometimes on this podcast. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll talk and I don't really know how to stop it. I, I just talk like this. And then I kind of have this rhythm, and uh, I do this to talk clearly. I know why I do it, and I want people to be able to understand me. I feel like if I talk normally when I'm trying to communicate deeper, more complex things, I'm going to lose people. So I slow things way down. I try to pronounce things correctly, even though I often flub that as well. Um, But anyways, that's a long way of saying I'm not going to be talking about public speaking tips as I kind of proceeded to do that. But anyways, moving on. Uh, No, I'm going to be talking about preaching and sermons. So let's dive in. What is bad preaching? All right. Bad preaching is all about entertainment. A good preacher can use humor. There's nothing wrong with that, to have a well-timed joke, a, a funny story. But bad preaching will make you feel like you entered a comedy club. And I enjoy comedy, but preaching is not supposed to be about that. You know, so if you, if you leave that sermon... And you were laughing a lot, but you don't have a better understanding of a passage of scripture. You don't have a better understanding of our sinful nature and God's holiness, the cross. You know, I ended uh, last week's episode talking about this. Uh, If you don't have that gospel focus, that Christ focus, then it was not a good sermon, no matter how much you laughed, you know? Um, Netflix has these one-hour give-or-take specials where they have comedians do uh, their routine and they record it. And sermons are not supposed to be that way. Um, Bad preaching is all about uh, self-help psychology and therapy and counseling. It's all about trying to comfort you, make you feel better. And it's not that the Bible doesn't contain information that can help you feel better or help you deal with this problem, help you to heal, all that stuff. That's not the main point of preaching. The main point of preaching is to lead you into uh, deeper into the scriptures, to, to proclaim the truth of, of God, the truth of the gospel. That's the main point. And along the way, as as we grow more and more to be more like Jesus and as we grow as Christians, the Bible will help us and sermons can do that. But it's not self-help psychology. That's selfish. So if you're going to a sermon and every week you come away being like, wow, that was incredible. I was like, uh, I was so helped. But you don't have a deeper appreciation for God himself. You don't have a better grasp of your sin and, and, and the amazing nature of the gospel. Well, That wasn't good preaching, really. Uh, Thirdly, bad preaching is not founded on scripture. And so uh, what often, this is an extension of number two with the self-help psychology stuff. Bad preaching has a goal in mind to comfort, to, to, to make you laugh, and there might be a verse or two sprinkled in. And so if you have this self-help psychology, this therapy, and then you throw in a Bible verse or two, it sounds Christian. It might actually be some good, helpful stuff, but man, that's not preaching. That's a talk. That's like a, I don't know, a TED talk. That's like a, a motivational speech, but that's not preaching. And that's not a sermon. A sermon contains a healthy amount of scripture, and a sermon is based in scripture, right? And so that's bad preaching. We want to avoid that. Finally, uh, well, maybe finally, I don't know. But uh, last point I have written out in my notes, unless I want to say more, is bad preaching is not about God or the gospel, Christianity. This is hard to swallow in America, but Christianity isn't about you and me. We're not the point. This is beautifully illustrated uh, in Job, where Job is going on and on and on about various things. He's suffering, to be sure. His friends are pretty terrible at times, and he's complaining a whole lot. and in, in my mind, there's a lot to complain about, really, if, if you're if you're being real. But sometimes he went and he attacked God himself. Oh, I wish I'd never been born. Oh, I just this, and why why am I here? Why why this that the other? And God responds by saying, "Are you?" me no you're not and god tells job hey have you hung the stars have you measured the depths of this have you tamed this creature and this beast and what god was saying is that i am god you are not god pointed job to himself to his very character his very being And Job repented. He was like, I do not know what I'm talking about. I am so sorry. Um, When God proclaimed to Job his very nature, man, that's what we're supposed to do in a sermon point people back to God, and then when we have that God focus, then when we go through sin and, and when we suffer, uh, we go to God because God is our hope. God is our, uh, our Savior, our Lord, right? And so bad preaching always points us back to God himself, not us, not, you know, this health help, oh, what can we do better? We can do different. That's just a very small part of a sermon, Right? And so, uh, all that to say, bad preaching focuses on anything else other than what it's supposed to. It might be helpful. It might be motivating. It might be funny. But that does not make it good preaching. Uh, no matter how much you laugh or how much you're inspired, if it does not have a gospel focus, if it does not lead you to fall on your knees, before God, our Creator, well then, we don't want none of it, right? So things to things to be thinking through when you go visit churches or when you uh, find a, a podcast you want to listen to about preaching. Maybe it's someone who uh, who gives sermons. I don't know. I like uh, Matt Chandler and uh, uh, Platt and uh, some other people. Uh, Tim Keller, you know, kind of like the the basic people, really popular. And I think they do a good job of, of these things, of explaining scripture and then of bringing you to a greater appreciation of God himself. But uh, yeah, so we want good preaching, right? Not bad preaching. Don't go for that stuff, you know, no matter how entertaining it is. But anyways, that's all I had for uh, today. So we're going to move on to our devotional. Our devotional comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 7. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a person as an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Amen. All right. So just a few a few notes we're going to talk about. First, uh, we read in verses 1 and 2, we want to follow God's example. Just as Christ loved us, right? But here's the thing. You can't follow God's example if you don't know God's example. If you don't know what God has done for us, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't go to a Bible study, Sunday school, whatever it might be, and learn about who God is and what he's done for us, you can't really follow God's example, right? And so we want to encourage, uh, encourage you to do that. And then um, finally, there is the wrath of God, right? Um, verse six, uh, and sometimes we don't like to talk about it. But uh, the wrath of God is coming. There is judgment coming on those who are disobedient. And so we want to be careful because we love God. We want to obey him. We want to please him. We don't want to do those things that make God angry. And so there's a obs- obs- obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking. Uh, we want to avoid immorality, impurity, greed, idolatry. Instead... We want, to, uh, we want to put off those things and run in the opposite direction. And we want to have good character. We want to treat people well. We want to speak well. We want to be full of thanksgiving, right? And so uh, those are just a couple things that I noted in this devotional. And so I hope uh, that y'all go out the, this weekend encouraged and uh, something to think about. Just how do we live? We want to follow God's example. Let's make sure to read our Bibles and to pray. Speaking of prayer, let's go ahead and do that, and then I'll sign off. Father, thank you for the example you set for us. Thank you for the example of Jesus Christ, your Son, how he loved, how he stood for truth, how he uh, stood for uh, all those things to be strong, to stand your ground, but also... He was full of grace and mercy. And we need that, Father. We fail so often, but we know every morning your grace is new and your forgiveness is new. And so we're, uh, we're full of thanksgiving. And uh, thank you for that encouragement, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, that's all for today. Let's make sure we uh, when we listen to preaching and, and sermons, we want to be some good preaching, right? And uh, not some bad preaching, so I'll sign off. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.